We're here to study a little bit of Parshat Vayera Tavshin Pei Dalit. And learn something, some insights about Avram Avinu. This year was donated to Lui Nishmat Sima Fege Bat Avram Eliyah. Aleha Shalom. The yard site is on Kof Aleph Marcheshvan. It's a, it's a little difficult to keep doing regular things. While there's actually a very serious war going on, and many of our finest are being killed. I mean, 19 today. But we'll try. I think that learning Torah is something that is never contrary to any other event that is going on and does in fact reflect a certain attitude to life which makes Am Yisrael remarkable. But let's go back to Abraham Avinu. We'd like to know a little bit more about the person who is considered to be the father of our nation, but he's not the father of our nation because he fought or he created great waves of people who followed him. He's the father of our nation in a kind of a DNA way. There's something about the search that Avram Avinu undertook. There's something about the achievement that he made which remains in all of us. And therefore, it makes sense for us to say, a father, Abraham, a father, our earliest father, Abraham, who came before Yitzchak, who came before Yaakov, who came before Yosef, our father, our first father. Well, what about him? Is there something that we can see in the parshiot that we learned last week and this week, Lech Lechon Vayera, which are the parshiot of Avram Avinu? So let's look at the first pasuk in the parsha of this week's parasha. Vayera Elav Hashem, Vayera Hashem, okay. God appeared, see, Yera, Vayera Elav. I think it means to see. Well, we'll go on, right? Be'elonei mamrei. That's like a little odd. Elonei is a kind of description, a geographic description of a place that has trees, I guess. Mamrei, the name of the owner. So his little forest was called Elonei mamrei. The who, now we don't know who the who is in the Pasuk, but we can we go back to the end of the parasha of uh, Lech Lecha. We know that it's talking about Abraham Avinu, who Yoshev So this is like a series of non sequiturs by Yerai Lav Hashem. No, what for? What was the point? Not in the Pasuk. 
Why do I have to know that it was Elulei Mamrei? I mean, what could, why am I concerned? I don't even know who Mamrei was. I don't know who he has become. Why should he get such notoriety to be mentioned with Avram Avinu? Vehu Avram Avinu, Yoshev Imagine, many people in those days sat Petach Ha'ol at the, uh, the opening of the tent in the heat of the day. I mean, I don't know what they would do. They didn't have air conditioning. I imagine that they would sit wherever they sat. Maybe they put up an umbrella to make a little shade. And there was this kind of a mystery pasuk that starts off the parasha. So those of you who may remember the the, the uh, uh, analysis of the great commentaries take us far afield of where we happen to be, but let's look at Rashi. Vayera Elav Hashem. Vayera Hashem. God appeared. You came. Rashi says, what's missing is why God came. God came to visit the sick. Who's the sick? It's Avram Avinu. He is sick. He's sick because he underwent circumcision. Omar Rabbi Chama Barchanina. Yom Shlishi This is for the Medrash. It's the third day after his circumcision. Uva Everybody knows that the third day after the circumcision is the most difficult. So according to Rashi, the only way to understand by Yerai Lav Hashem is that there's a story that is encapsulated in the Medrash, but doesn't appear in the Pasuk. By Yerai Lav Hashem. That's a story. That's a story. Something happened that had never happened before. Moshe Rabbi, Avram Avinu, I'm sorry, Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu did a mitzvah. And because God told him to do it. God told him, circumcise your self, your, all the people who are with you. As a result of doing the mitzvah, that's what Rashi says. As a result of doing the mitzvah, that God appeared. The presence of God appeared. Somehow, Avraham Avinu knew that it was uh, it was uh, God. And then the pasuk says, We don't know why why that's important. Rashi says, There's this very strange medrash that says that Avraham Avinu asked his friends about whether he should do the mila, the circumcision. So Mamre was, according to Rashi, who the Tanlo Eitza Ala Mila, he told him to do it. Lefikach Nigla Ala Bechelko, and therefore, okay, Rashi says that's why it happened, this event happened in his portion, in Mamre's place. Okay. 
אמר רב חנין, יום שלישי למילתו היה אהבה הקודש ברוך הוא ושאל בשלמה. And the Kodesh Baruch Hu came and said, How are you doing, Abraham Avinu? Rashi. Rashi. The end of the Pasuk says, V'hu Yoshev Petach Ha'ol Kechov Ha'yom. He's sitting at the opening of the tent. Rashi, Yud Shin Bet Yoshev. Yud Shin Bet Ktiv. Yud Shin Bet. There's something missing. Right, we read it Yoshev, but you'd expect that the spelling would be Yud Vav Shin Bet. So Rashi says Yud Shin Bet Ktiv. It says Yud Shin Bet without a Vav. Bikesh La Amod. Hey, Avram Avido, God is coming to visit him, so he says, I better get up. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous to sit when God is coming in to visit. You sit, I'll stand. I mean, this is pretty remarkable kind of Rashi. Something's happening here that has never happened before. And probably will never happen afterwards, except that the Rashi continues realizing the fantastic nature of what he is saying. And this is going to be a lesson that is taught for your children. Your children are going to learn something from this. In the future, Ani, a reference to Hashem, God, will stand in the community of judges, right? There'll be every judgment that's made, every time the Dayanim, the judges, make a determination, it's because they are supported by and enhanced by the presence of Hashem. Hein Yoshvim. Hein Yoshvim. Shinei And this is based on an attitude that is in a pasuk in Tehillim. Shinei Amar. Elohim nitzav ba'adat el. Elohim dayanim. Elohim is a synonym for dayanim. Elohim nitzav ba'adat el. Right, that the Dayanim are there witnessed by God. So I would say that this is a, a method that Rashi uses. Rashi when 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 Rashi sees the the Psukim as yielding a kind of fantastic idea that God wanted to sit, or that Abraham sit, then God would stand. I mean, so the way that Rashi deals with that kind of fantastic idea is by saying there's a lesson to be learned. And the lesson is learned. So the lesson that was learned is that this is the nature of, of divine justice or of justice according to the 
according to the Torah. According to the Torah. Yoshei petach ha'ol k'chol ha'chomah. Yo, what's petach ha'ol according to Rashi? Well, here it is. Where is the petach ha'ol? Sorry. Sorry, let me just get my... Uh, Yeah, Pentecostal, you see it? Pentecostal, they're all the Mieshul Vemeshav, Viachni Sein Bebekhtal. So Avram Avinu was interested in doing a mitzvah. The mitzvah is Hachnasat Orchim. He's coming from a mitzvah, the mitzvah of Mila. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is teaching us about Bikur Cholim. Avram Avinu is doing, wants to do the mitzvah of Achmasat Orchim. So Rashi says, Lirot, he's sitting there at the opening of the tent in order to see, Nochamol to see. If anybody goes by, he'll invite them in. He'll invite them in, Kechomayom, in the hot part of the day. And here Rashi again reverts to a medrash and he says, took the sun it was hidden you know nartik is like a sheet or shalom is rashi rashi says is the first conflict between man and god man Avram Avinu is sitting in front of his tent in order to invite people to come and perform the mitzvah of Ki Achlasat Orchim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu makes it really very hot so that no one would be found out in the street. When Hakadosh Baruch Hu saw how unhappy Avram Avinu was, Ra'ahu Mitzta'er. Shalohu Orchim Ba'im. He saw that nobody was coming. It was so hot. There was nobody out in the street that nobody's going to come into to his house. Shalohu Orchim Ba'im. Hevi HaMalachim Alav Bidmut Anashim. So he sent the angels. And he made the angels look like real people. So that whatever else was going on, Avram Avinu would have the pleasure of inviting the angels in. Achnosat Orchim. So you, you, you have the like the feeling that something is going on, right? There's something going on. A little bit more in the Rashi, there were three men. Oh, that's the second Pasuk. Let's read it. Vaisa ena vayar. Vaisa ena vayar. Again, you remember the first Pasuk? Vayera elav Hashem. God appeared to him. Second Pasuk, Vaisa ena vayar. He picked up his eyes. He looked carefully. Suddenly there were three men who appeared before him. Vayar. Vayar Nagamu. 
he saw and he ran to greet them realizing that he had an opportunity from the opening of the tent where he was sitting and waiting for something to happen plural maybe Abraham to the to the angels Okay, you see the Rashi, there were three angels because there were three three jobs. Every angel, Rashi says, one angel does not, cannot perform two uh, two uh, jobs, two mitzvot from the giver. Heidalecha shekein kol aparashah maskirobe l'shon rabim. Okay, that's not our issue. These are even though each one of them was separate. Rashi says each one of them is called in the plural and not in the singular. That somehow. There's a togetherness there that we 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 are interested in figuring out. Okay, but let's let's stop here, and and look exactly what we saw. We saw that these psukim are uh, truncated. They don't tell the whole story. In fact, they don't tell anything of the story according to Rashi. By Hashem, why? Vayar again. Okay. We read, we learned two psukim with Rashi. I want to remind you of, of the psukim that we saw last week. The beginning of the parish of Lech Lecha, which is our introduction to Avram Avinu. Vayom Hashem Avram Lech Lecha, Mayatzecha. And we said that there's a question, Rashi, at the, the, the end of the puzzle. You see that? Why didn't Hashem uh, tell him the place that he was going to? We look at Pasuke. Look at Pasuke. Vaikach Avram et Sarai Ishto. Right? He took some people with him. First of all, he took his wife. Vet Lot ben Achim. He took Lot. Vet Kol Rechusham Asher Achashu. 
all their property. Unclear who's the nefesh, but Rashi says that they were converting people to their way of thinking about things. So I just have to point out all these people, Abram and Sora and Lot and, and whoever else came along, what do you mean, did they know where they were going? Did they know that they were, where they were going? I mean, they said they went there, it's Kedan. It sounds to me like they may have known where they were going. But you know, they remember the Rashi. Rashi says, El Ha'aretz Asher to the land which I will show you. El Ha'aretz Asher Lo gila lo ha'aretz miyad. Avram didn't know exactly where he was going because God didn't tell him. Kidei Kidei lechabeba be'enav in order that Avram should feel positive about going. It's a secret, you know. It's like you say to somebody, I have something for you, but I can't tell you. Oh, wow, it's so interesting. Eventually, Abraham Avinu would get Sechar for all the things, all the ways, the different ways that God told him to go. Okay. You look at the Rashi on the Pesach that we started with, Asher Asu B'Charan. All the, the souls that they made. Shech Nisan Tachet Kanfeshchina. Avra Megayer Tanashim, Asher Megayer Tanashim. This is what Rashi says. Avram was in charge of the men, and Sarah was in charge of the women, and they were the first great Baal enterprise. And that's what, why the Pesach uses the verb they made them. Rashi admits though in the continuation but the simple rendition Meaning of the Pasuk Asher Asu B'Charan. Avadim u'shvachot shekanu lahem. Okay. So I want you to understand. What we learn about Avram Avinu in the parish of Lech Lecha, in the beginning of the parish of Lech Lecha, just in this Sukkim, is that simple acts, regular acts of life, 
can turn into something special if you do them as a result of being directed by heaven. And that was Avram's first contribution to us. He, Avram, he, Avram, knew that he was going to Canaan. And he knew that God wanted him to go to Canaan. But the Pasuk says, Vayom Hashem el Avram, Lech Lecha, without telling him where he's going to, he doesn't tell him. And even though Abraham Avinu knew, he was able to understand that he had converted a simple, regular trip into a mitzvah, into the, the, uh, the talent of listening to God's demand and accepting it. That's the first thing that we see about Avram Avinu. The second thing that we see about Avram Avinu, the second thing that we see, Vayera Elav Hashem. Vayera Elav Hashem. You know that most of the time, always God spoke to the created beings to Odom, to Chava, to a snake, to, to Shetu, to Abimelech. God spoke to them. And we have every reason to think that they heard what God has, was saying. But Avram Avinu invented Vayera Elav Hashem. Not only content, but also the vision being in the same place as HaKadosh Baruch somehow, somehow knowing that you are with Hashem. This was a big novel, there was a great novel thing that Abba Mavinu achieved, Bayera Elav Hashem. No content. No matter word, HaKadosh Baruch doesn't say to him, I hope you feel better. Maybe next time we'll go to a different mile. None of Ayera, I love Hashem in the, the, doing the mitzvah for Avram Avinu was an event which was unprecedented. Vayera, I love Hashem. Furthermore, Vayisa, I Vayar. Vayisa, I Vayar. Means he knew that he was in the presence of God. He wanted to get closer. He wanted to see it better. And that was the second thing that Avram Avinu gave us. So if I summarize those two things, Lech Lecha means you could turn everything into a mitzvah. Everything could be, you could be answering the question, am I doing what the Torah wants of me? I mean, you know, it's a simple question. And there really is an answer. Am I doing what God wants me to do? That's a, a, good, a good question. 
Vayera Elov Hashem. The response to Avraham Avinu doing the mitzvah of Lech Lecha and then doing the mitzvah of Milo was Vayera Elov Hashem. He achieved something for himself. He became more than he thought he was. Even more. Finally, the end of Pasuk Bet, Vayar, Vayaratzlikretam. When you get to the level of Vayar, you have to do more. You can't take a chance on the mitzvah slipping by. You can't just wait for them to come to you and say, could I have something to eat? But you have to be Vayaratzlikretam when you see the opportunity of doing a mitzvah. You have to take it. You have to run to it. Vayar, again, Vayar, you see that word Vayar? Avram Avidu saw something. With your permission, I would like to, oh, sorry, I would like to Remind you of the Rambam. The Rambam in Hilchus Malachim Perukteh Talacha Av says the following: Al Shishat Varim Nitzdaba Adam Arishon. I mean, this all comes from the Gemara. I don't want to go into it right now, but the Rambam is summarized in the Rambamistic way. He says there are three mitzvot. He calls them Dvarim, but we would call them mitzvot. The reason he calls them Dvarim is because he calls them Dvarim because Shisha Dvarim Nitzavah Adam Arishon. What are the six things that Adam Arishon was commanded to keep about his aura? Because of shame, cursing, cursing God. Shrikhat murder, Gilui Arayot, sexual impropriety, Val Hagezel, stealing, Val Dayanim, judges. Avapisha Kulam, Ain Kabbalabi Adenui Moshe Rabbeinu. Even though we have received these in particular, Kabbalabi Adenui Moshe Rabbeinu means for us. The mitzvot in the Torah. Because I don't, I have to, uh, uh, I have to deny, uh, I can't steal. But not because it's one of the Shevet mitzvot B'nai Noach, but be, oh, one of the mitzvot that other Marishan got, but I can't do it because it's in the Torah. That Moshe Rabbeinu told them. But that no talem, and even though it was it's pretty clear, They're like psukim that seem to indicate that they Osif Noach got one more mitzvah that he can't eat 
can't eat a, a limb of an animal while it's still alive. Shneemar, and as a pasuk out of Pasab and Avshom, Damolot Ochevel, Umatzu Sheva Mitzvot, Umatzu Sheva Mitzvot. So, so that's why we call them Sheva Mitzvot Bnei Noach. They were six plus one is seven, and we call them seven. That's how we. That's what we call them when we refer to them. And that was the the reality in the world, in the entire world. Ad Avraham. Ba Avraham v'nitztaveh yeter al elu b'mila. V'hu itpalel shacharit. So according to the Rambam, according to the Rambam, you see two interesting things if you just think about it. One is that the world could not exist without the Sheba Mitzvot B'nai Noach. It was whatever the reason, whatever the reason, and we don't know it, but whatever the reason that Kodesh Bochum created the world, the world that he created according to the Rambam could not continue to exist at all unless the people accepted the obligation of keeping mitzvot. When it comes to Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu inherited the Sheva mitzvot, but they know, yes. But he got his own, he got another mitzvah. In other words, Avram Avinu, because of the way he was, he had to get more mitzvot, he had to get another mitzvah. And that mitzvah was Mila and Vahu it Palel Shacharit. It Palel. It Palel, I think, means a desire to connect. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean I I I something I want. It's not that he david for himself. But he, he, he was that way. That differentiated him from the other people who were obligated to keep the mitzvot. Now, if we have a few minutes, I'll just let's read the, the, the Rama Melchotah Barazorah, Halacha Gimel. Kemen Shinikbal Eidan said, we're talking about Avram Avinu, who was also called Eitan. I can't get into that. So you see how the Rambam writes it. This is the Rambam, which the Rambam wrote originally in Hebrew. It was his Hebrew masterpiece. Everything else that the Rambam wrote, he wrote in Arabic, or what we call today Judeo-Arabic. The Shotet Bidato. He was like thinking. He was thinking around. And he's just a young man or a little boy. And he would think day and night. Like he was, something was bothering him. No heg tamid, velo yelo manhik. How could it be? Avram said. 
the, the galgalim, the, you know, the heavenly bodies could uh, simply whirl around and there's nobody who's twirling them. After all, you can't imagine that they could do it to themselves. And nobody he had no teacher and no one who could explain it to him. He lived with Inurkastim with idolaters, stupid ones. He, his mother, and his father, they were all, all idolaters, as we know. And he was with them. I mean, you know, he didn't, he was thinking, but he had not concluded. We could talk about this for a year. He says, eventually he got it. He calls it the way of truth. And uh, and the Kavatzedek, the 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 rule of of justice. Mitbonan, though he understood it correctly. Says there's only one God, and God started everything going, and it's called be the creator of all things. This is all Abraham Avinu, according to the Rambam. He understood that the entire world was mistaken. They were worshipping the stars in heaven and they lost track of the truth. Here you have the Rambam. Rambam says, Ben Abim Chazal say, Hikir Abraham et Bar'o. Abraham recognized something. He saw something. Right? Remember by Yera? Kevan Shikir Vyada et Chil Hashiv Chuvot Al Bene Ukastim. He started, since he knew that he started arguing with people. Vilaroch Dinimahem, and they would discuss the matter. He broke up the idols. So you see, the way that the Ramam pictures Avram Avinu was, 
Aravin understood something. He saw something. When you know something perfectly, it's very hard to avoid not sharing it. I mean, that's what you, that's what one of the simanim, I think, one of the signs of truth. People speak the truth. They, they, they can't help themselves. So Avinu, even though it was dangerous, even though he was one person against the entire world, even though he was the only one who understood what he understood at at the at that time. Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu had to share it, had to argue it, had to bring it out because there was nothing else that could be do, done. That they do not have a connection to truth. He broke the idols. So according to the Rambam, Avram Avinu was the complete theologian. And then he goes on to to talk about that, right? I will skip a line here. Bayamahalech vikore umikabetsaam. He would bring everybody together. Meir laim amlacha amlacha. Adi giela eretz kenan vuhukore etc. Vuhukore. Now the Rambam goes on. She's you there, Chabota. Yeah, listening to the And he was successful. She beit Abraham b'shatal b'liba ma'ikar gadol azeh v'chiber bo svarim bo dioli Yitzchak beno. You see, ve'shev Yitzchak melamed umazir. So according to the Rambam, according to the Rambam, Avraham Avinu was a great philosopher and his philosophical inquiries led him to an understanding for which he was possessed uniquely. And he was able to give that understanding, to give it as an inheritance to his son Yitzchak, who was able to understand what it was that Abraham was trying to, uh, to teach him. This may be at variance somewhat with the way we understood Lech Lecha and the beginning of Ayera. But the Rambam sees it as being a, a, a philosophical adventure. Something about, could it be? Or could it, or was it not? 
whereas the Chumash seems to present it as a personal kind of connecting kind of uh, kind of experience. So both are possible, I think. The way the Rambam teaches us is certainly possible. And the way the Psukim teach us is also possible. And so I invite you to look again, look at the Rambam and look at the Psukim and see if there's some way to know which point of view is the more reasonable. All the best. Have a good job. Be well. Thank you very much, Rabbi. Thank you very much. Thank you, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you very much.